We are joined right now by somebody who played 17 years in the NFL, 16 with the Baltimore Ravens. He is the Ravens' all-time leader in sacks. He is a two-time Super Bowl champ. He was the 2003 NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, the 2011 NFL Defensive Player of the Year, a seven-time Pro Bowler, and a recent inductee into the Ravens' Ring of Honor. We are joined by Terrell Suggs. T-Sizzle, my dude, it has been a minute. It is great to visit with you, man. How you living? I'm living good, baby. Loving it, loving it. Loving out here in sunny uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, man. That is a good place to be. So bring me up today, man. What's keeping you busy these days? And what have your post-playing days been like for you? What's keeping me busy? Parenting. I get to get to be a dad. You know, my daughter, she's a, she's a sophomore. 6'2", actually. She just turned 16 years old. 6'2". Six feet, two inches, basketball player. My son, he's six foot, freshman. So just parenting, man, going to basketball games and all of that. That's the best and stuff. my post-playing days, yeah, is, yeah is, that's the best stuff right there. <laughs> my post-playing days is definitely being a parent. Terrell Suggs joining us really quickly, dude. What about your daughter, man? Does she have that T-sizzle intimidation factor? Like, what is she like on the hardwood? Oh man, she she's ferocious, man. She's a, she's a monster, you know. Especially when she get down there on that block, you know. So uh, uh, she definitely got the the T sizzle factor. But I think she's trying to, you know, make a little start her own little wave. I don't think she she she's not gonna take on the sizzle name. She's probably gonna get her own start her own little brand thing, you know, and and become whatever she wants because she she's killing it right now. Good. Like to hear it. Terrell Suggs joining us. So take me back. You were in Baltimore about a week and a half ago to get inducted into the Ravens Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. What did that represent to you and how special was that entire day? Man, the, it was it was very overwhelming. Like I was truly flattered and humbled, you know what I mean, to be just be up there with the, you know, with the Raven greats. You know what I mean? You always, you know, you hear the, the discussions and the debate, you know, uh, who would be uh on uh, Mount Rushmore of, of Ravens. And uh, I guess, you know, this kind of gets me a bit, but sooner sooner than later, I'm pretty sure Lamar's going to probably knock me off and it's just going to be J.O., Ray, Ed, and probably Lamar. But, you know, right now, I'll, I'll, I'm gladly going to take that fourth spot. So you're no, you're there. In fact, my question would be to you, like when you were drafted by the Ravens, obviously you had confidence when you walked into that facility, but when you walked into the facility for the first time, did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you would end up on that Mount Rushmore, that you would go down as one of the greatest players in Ravens history? No, never. I mean, you want to, but you know, you gotta, you gotta remember the instant you walk in the locker room, you in there with three hall of famers already. You know, we had Jonathan Ogden, uh, of course, and then, you know, me being a defensive player, being on the same defense with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and Peter Bowler and Dallas Thomas, just to name a few. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you check, you definitely check your ego at the door and you just come to work, man. And it was a truly flattering, humbling experience to play with those guys, be in the same locker room with those guys and, you know, to be consider you know amongst you know those greats man it's it's like mind-blowing it's 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 bigger than i can ever imagine 
We're talking to Terrell Suggs. I know there's a lot of guys that would say the same thing about sharing a locker room with you. You know, dude, it's kind of hard to even think of you as a rookie because you were always such an intimidating, dominant, physical force. But I'm curious, when you go back to those early days when you first became an NFL player, what was your actual welcome to the NFL moment? Did it happen on the field or off or what? It happened off the field. Uh, first day of training camp, you know, Ray Lewis uh, threw a pie in my face. Uh, I guess on TV. So I guess it can't get more welcome to the NFL than that. Uh, but it started out like that. And I guess uh, my first game against our division rival, Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, that was definitely a welcome to the NFL moment too. And I, I you know, I popped my cherry that game, got a, got a first sack, you know, got my first sack uh, in my first game in the NFL. So I didn't have to wait too long. So that's always a good welcome to the NFL moment too. My brother, that was extremely descriptive. We're talking to Terrell Suggs right now. You know what? You mentioned the Steelers, dude. Like For those who don't know, it was a different day. It was a different game. Everything was different. How fierce was that rivalry back then, and how physical were those matchups? Man, we trained in the offseason because we had to play the Steelers twice. You know, in the season, most of the time we played them three times because we'll end up facing them in the playoffs. So, uh, when you got when you got two physical teams like that, it, it's always going to get physical, and 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 it's go the the hits the the physicality and the hits were were like none other. Like we don't have that in the game today. You know what I'm saying? But uh, like you you had to been there. You had to been there for those games, those intense rivalry games. That's that's what football is about. Terrell Suggs joining us. That's why I asked you that question because it, it's different now. Let me ask you this. You mentioned a number of your former teammates. I want to ask you about another guy, Haloti Nada. He, to me, was one of the most unique players I have ever seen. What was he like to play alongside? It was it was it was great to play alongside. Like uh he always command double teams, which means you're probably I was probably gonna be single because me and him was on the same side um our whole career. Uh, he was just a dominant force, man. He was a big, gentle giant, and he was our enforcer. So, you know, we all got to play a long time because we had, you know, Haloti on our defensive line and, and playing. He was playing in front of Ray and playing next to me. So he definitely extended our careers. And, uh, man, he was just a dominant a dominant guy. Like, he, was, he I think he would get more appreciation if he was a big sack guy, but – you know, he was just more on enforcing his will, his power and dominance. So, like, Haloti, man, he, he don't get enough credit, if you ask me. What about Ray, dude? Like, what was it like playing with Ray? Because, man, he just was so intense and so energetic and always up in your grill and such an amazing player. Did it always motivate you or at times did it start to wear you out? No, it always motivated you. You know, that's our general. And... um when you have a leader like that, especially on the defensive side of the ball, like when you got your general, your leader, you always got a chance to win a game by his play. Like we were in every game because we had Ray Lewis. So like that definitely motivated not just myself, but the team and not just that. This man literally took a whole city and, and put it on its back, not just an organization, but a city. You know what I mean? Like when you think of Baltimore, you think of, really only one name comes to mind and that is Ray Lewis, you know what I mean? And uh, to have, you know, that man as your general, he's in the middle of your defense and every day. And it's not just, you know, 
with his play is also in his preparation and not just his preparation during the season. This is preparation in the offseason and, you know, his 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 responsibility, his uh, his allegiance to you. Like he called me two weeks after, you know, our season ended one time and asked me, was I working out? And I was like, no, right. I'm on a beach. I'm not, you know, trying to climb count Mount Kilimanjaro like he he was doing in the whole season. So, you know, what I mean, to have, you know, that guy kind of be the the the, uh, the center point of your defense, it's it's a great thing to have. You know, he's up there with, you know, the greatest of all times, like, you know, the quarterback that was in New England and, uh, you know, the Michael Jordans of the world. My dude, it, at what point in time are you going to reference that quarterback in New England by his name ever? I, I don't care personally. I think it's kind of hilarious. I don't hilarious. know, man. It's, a, it's always it's, – it's a sensitive subject for me. It's a sensitive subject for me. You know, he got I seven rings. I got two. You know, he's a quarterback. You know, he dates supermodels and all of that. You know what I mean? And I'm just dad here in Arizona. So – <laughs> I see you working. Except you're you still, know, nah, dude, you're still te- your tea sizzle, your tea sizzle in Arizona with a couple of rings, and you're going to end up with one of those mustard blazers one day. You're all good, dude. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned Ray Lewis and how he's the one guy who like is singularly identified with not only the organization but the city. I would say, I mean, you played. I said this at mm-hmm. the top. You played 16 of your 17 years with the Ravens. I know you would have loved to have spent your entire mm-hmm. career there, but you had a powerful reason for not doing so. And something you really haven't talked a lot about. Yeah. Why did you spend that one year with Arizona and not your entire career with the Ravens? Yeah. Um, you know, I had to. I, I had to come home. I had to come home, and um, you know, my mom was terminally ill. Man, you know, she was uh, battling. She was battling breast cancer, and you know, also not just the breast cancer, but what in, what she intimately passed on was heart failure. So, uh, you know, but she got to see my last football game. She was able to, you know, make her way to Miami and, and watch me win, you know, my uh, last football game, which is the Super Bowl. It was not a bad way to go out. You know what I'm saying? I would have liked to, you know, spent my whole career in Maryland. But, you know, it was just really hard for me to go back and forth and, um, you know, kind of get her to doctor's appointments and all of that. And, and and train in Baltimore. So I just made the decision to just come home to Arizona and, and spend as much time as I, I could with my mother, you know, before she ultimately left. But, you know, I, I don't regret my decision. At the end of the day, I think I made the best decision that I could, you know, for the situation. And, you know, it worked out the way it did. So. Yeah. Absolutely. It was the right decision. Absolutely. You did the right thing. So let me finally ask you, your next major honor could be induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You appear on the ballot for the first time in 2025. Dude, given how emotional it was to go into the Ravens ring of honor, have you allowed yourself to think about what it might be like to hit the stage in Canton, Ohio? No, I I don't want to think about it because, you know, I. You know, to get it to get that kind of honor, like it'd be great. But I've heard too many like horror stories, and you know, just like you know, Dion told me, you know, he mentioned about like they'll fly you in, and if you get in, they'll knock on your door, and if you don't, they don't. So I don't like I don't want to, I don't I don't want that kind of feeling. You know, unfortunately, Terrell Owens, you know, he was definitely he had the uh, the numbers to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But, you know, it took him, I think, three times to get in. And, like, 
you know, I just don't want one of those stories. But I'm, I'm like, I, I would love, I, don't get me wrong, I would love to absolutely, you know, go in on the first ballot. But if I don't, I don't want to be so heartbroken in that if I, whenever I do finally get in, I don't want it to be all over my face. You know, like, man, you know, so I'm just kind of just whenever 2025 comes, I'm going to bury my head in the sand. If I come up and they be like, all right, Terrell, you're in. It's going to be a great day. But if I fall short, I don't want to be so disappointed. So I'm just kind of like trying not to think about it. I'm shying away from it, so to say. I think it's a good approach. But to me, it's not a question of if. It's a matter of when. But to your point, it is out of your control. (laughs) It's out of your control, dude. You know this. T-Sizz, like... Dude, I have definitely missed talking to you. It is so good to have you back on. You're still that dude. It's great to get caught up. Thank you very much for doing it. Let's not go so long between visits next time, all right? Let's do it. I, I guarantee you, we have me on whenever you want me. I appreciate you, too. Terrell Suggs joining us. If you're an old-school jungle listener, you know T-Sizzle used to come on all the time when he played, and it was always great to talk to. Dominant, intimidating, physical player, and he will end up in the Hall of Fame. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. It doesn't always go as expected, as he points out, but that's where he's going to end up. He's in the Ravens Ring of Honor. He was a great player. Seven-time Pro Bowler, former Defensive Player of the Year, former Defensive Rookie of the Year, two-time Super Bowl champ, and their all-time leader in sacks. 17 years in the NFL. Love the way Sizz just showed up. Good stuff.